Thank you so much for checking out this episode of the podcast. We take a look back at some of the best moments. One of my favorites, the debate about Serena Williams. And so him saying that about, about Serena, maybe once she has the baby, starts her own family, she said, you know what? Give me number 700 in the world and watch me smoke him. Six one six two. She might smoke him, but then, can she smoke the okay, next guy? Seven oh one. Can so, she but, smoke seven oh two? So in two thousand seventeen, why do women have to continue to prove that? If she's not, a, if, she, if she's not a woman, no, she doesn't have anything else at all. So, so then why say that? Because he's John McEnroe. But he's also John McEnroe. So he also was asked the same qu- a question a little bit later and asked to rank his top tennis players of all time. And then he throws her in as number five. So your number five tennis player of all time is number 700 ever in the world? Because Get out of here with that. You're tuned into the New Channel Sports Podcast. The Ultimate Sports Talk Podcast. No. Kyrie Irving is not a superstar. No, no. Don't look at me like that, man. What He's do you not. have to do to be a, considered a superstar? Maybe hit the most one of the most clutch shots in NBA Finals oh, history. Oh, Maybe oh. be considered one of the best finishers. Is Robert in, Horry a superstar? Right. Not NBA Finals history. What shot did he make in NBA Finals history? Oh, uh, with that San Antonio uh, San Antonio team? Spurs? Against oh, the Detroit I'm not Pistons? talking about the Spurs. I'm not talking about the Spurs. Spurs oh my are, that's a whole, that's a sore, oh my sore subject for me. Oh my. Anyway, the Warriors, they have... They have really, really good stars with Draymond Green and Klay Thompson. Kevin Durant, off that team, they still go to the finals in no my way. eyes. Yes, Crazy. they go to the finals. That San Antonio Spurs team you were talking about beats them. When does when Klay Thompson or Draymond Green score 41 points in the finals like Kyrie did? Because they, they don't have to. What did Kyrie average this finals? They, what team can do that? In fact, I'll take that back. Both of them score. Kevin, I mean, Durant and Curry, I want to say last night's game, Durant and Curry scored the same amount of points as LeBron and Kyrie. How is that not superstar material? You have to do consistently, though. He did. I mean, but do you want me to pull up stats for you? Well, I feel like this in the finals, he plays like a superstar, but it's not just that. Superstars throughout the entire season and how he looks individually as well. Nah, this man's not a superstar. People consider him to be the best finisher in the game, not just one announcer. We all listen to the same games, right? That's because you're the best finisher to make you a superstar, though. So is he an all star? He's an all-star. I'll give him an all-star, but he's not a superstar. Multi, multi-all-star. I mean, he's been an, all, an he's all-star a, several years, right? Look, 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 look. Okay, so what, okay, what okay, constitutes okay, okay. a superstar? When have yeah, we, that's, when, that's, that's the right question. When have we ever said in the same sentence, Kyrie Irving and MVP? It could have happened last no, year. No, when have we ever said it, though? That, that, I think that's another conversation. We've well. never said it. No one's ever said Kyrie many, Irving how, is going to be an MVP this year. How many, final, how many MVPs does Kobe Bryant have? One. One. But he has one, but he's one. always he's always in the conversation. No, he's though. not. He's yes, not. he is. No. He's not in the conversation as an MVP. And he, he should be. He absolutely should be. He was in that conversation almost every year. No, he was. He no, at, sir. at one as point a in time. Kobe Bryant fan, I can promise okay, you that so he was. Well, what's your definition of a superstar? Because I, I want to hear that. My definition yeah. of a superstar? Uh, un- unfortunately, I think in today- today's game, a lot has to do with it. A lot of it has to do with just our fans' perception of it. But I think if you go by, I mean, in my opinion, John Wall's a superstar. But John Wall can't be a superstar in today's If you're the face of the game, to me, that makes you a superstar. Anthony Davis, John Wall, 
um, Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James, Steph right. Curry, Kevin right. Durant. Those are superstars right. See, to me. Y'all are going to disagree with me. I think there are three superstars in the NBA. The way I define superstar is one player who goes on your team, who changes your franchise to the point where you are now a championship contender. There are three players, in my opinion. Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard. There are no other superstars in the NBA with that definition, in well, my opinion. I don't even think Kawhi Leonard is in that um, discussion. Oh, that man's in that I don't think. I don't think if he goes to another team, he automatically makes him a championship contender. I just I think don't. He's that good. I, I, well, fine. I think he's good, but we can disagree on that. I think he will be. His offensive game is growing. He's, yeah, yeah. Give him I, another year and he's there. I still think he's almost, um, this is another debate. I don't want to get into this, but he's a product of what the San Antonio Spurs offense does. That's my opinion on that whole thing. Anyway. What do you guys consider Kevin Love? I'm curious. He's not He's not better than uh, Draymond Green? Statistically, he is. <sighs> Statistically, Kevin Love averaged 19 points, 12 rebounds, and three steals this finals. And Draymond averaged 11, 10, and two. Who's more important to your team? Both. I mean, Kevin Love, like, obviously. Oh, is, Kevin is, Love. I think Kevin, Kevin Love is, is more important, more important to Cleveland. Than- Draymond Green is more important to that um, Golden State Warrior team. They're, he's the reason that they lost the championship last year. If they had kept Dray- Draymond Green, if he didn't get suspended, the Golden State Warriors have a championship. You want me they to say what, I, what about that if thing again? You want me to say that again? No, <laughs> I don't. I don't because this is a clean show. Now our listeners are going to be like, what are, they, what are they talking about? He said something that was pretty pretty explicit first. Anyway, Inbox me. <laughs> look, 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 look. They're talking about trading Kevin Love. Right now. They've been talking about trading Kevin Love since they got him. For Andrew Wiggins? For somebody. <laughs> for a box of chocolates. For, uh, uh, what's the guy's name from New York? Carmelo um, Anthony? I'll take him in They never Los talk Angeles. about trading Draymond Green. Draymond Green is the centerpiece of the Golden State Warriors. Okay, so let me ask you this. And, be, and you guys, be honest. Without Kevin Durant... Are we sitting here today with a, a five-game series win by the Warriors? No. No, of course no, not. No, no, no. But that's not the argument either. So who needed? So who well, needed? But that's not the argument. So who needed? Without who? Kevin Love, without Kevin Love, what do the Cleveland Cavaliers do? They're not where they, they are do, right do, now. They, they do nothing. They're they still, not. they might not have done anything. Right. They don't do so anything. So Love is important, so right? So with Draymond Green, without Draymond Green, the series is tied at two. This is how I feel. The series would have been, Cleveland would have won game three. So if Draymond Green was there. So you're telling me Steph, Kevin Durant, and Clay Thompson are not going to the Western Conference, Conference Finals that's, that's without not, that's not what I said. Draymond Green? That's not what I said. No, but you, you, you're you arguing that Draymond Green is just as, if not more important than Kevin Love, right? Okay. And this, this, is, a, this is as someone who I'm not going to buy into all the stats that Trey threw out. I think Draymond Green's impact goes beyond the stats he brings. So I'll, I'll give you that. But Kevin Love... Or sorry, the Cavaliers may not make the Eastern Conference or the win the Eastern Conference without Kevin Love. Oh, that's that's insane. That's insane. That's insane. I, I'm I'm with Zach on that. They 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 win the Eastern Conference easily without Kevin Love, and I disagree with all of you. I think they win one game, the same losing five games, even with Kevin Love. Kevin Love is disposable. They need to get rid of him as soon as possible. And I think comparing him to Draymond Green is this, what Stephen A. say, an asinine argument. That's what it is. It makes sense. So it means you're agreeing with me. I agree with you. Okay. So so since when can you just shove 
19 points and 12 rebounds down the drain. Where do you find those players at? That's just, what he was doing in uh, Minnesota. So let me tell you something. He was he was racking up stacks in Minnesota, and they never went to the playoffs. But but He's he wasn't. A, but he was able to clog the paint. He was know, able to play in the post. He cannot do that in Cleveland. In Cleveland, he has to sit outside so Kyrie and LeBron can get to the paint. But you give Kevin Love the ability to play the way that he was in Minnesota, this guy was averaging like 26 and 14. He's a walking double-double. He, at one point in time, he led the league in 2020s. Now, this, this is what you Who call. Who does that? This is what you call impactful stats. His stats are not impactful in the game. They're just not. When you watch the game, the reason why he's going down low and doing what he's doing down low is because he's garbage at everything else that he's doing. So he's trying to find a way. He's trying to find a way to be impactful on that team. Draymond Green, look, this is the argument, right? I'm sorry to yes, my, our listeners because I started off saying that this is going to be a discussion about <laughs> the, the legacy <laughs> of Durant. <laughs> and it went straight from who is better or who's more important to your team, Kevin Love or Draymond Green, which I think this is a crazy debate. I really do. I can't see how you would think Kevin Love is more important to his team than Draymond Green. So, so If he's so important, why are they trying to get rid of him? Why? Why did they go? Why did they? If he wasn't as important, why did they trade the number one pick in the NBA draft for him? Well, that's fine. You can say the Texans got Brock Osweiler because they thought that he was going to be a key card. So the number to one team. pick in the draft. Well, they they got him. Okay? okay, you can do that with anybody. Ryan Leaf. He was the number two pick in the NFL. When they figured out that he was garbage, they got rid of him. Ryan Leaf didn't put up twenty twenty. Ryan Leaf didn't throw for four thousand yards at the time, which Again, was remarkable. We're talking about impactful stats. All right, so all those stats that he brought up didn't help Cleveland. Okay, at all. so they so did Cleveland get blown out this NBA Finals pretty much almost every game? Wasn't even yeah. close. So take away the nineteen points he averaged and the twelve rebounds. Then what's the score? Then someone else comes in and takes. Oh, takes Tristan the Thompson, right? Yeah, they they come in. Yeah, he had sure. two loose eggs. Yeah, no. right. <laughs> okay, hold on. What's your belief on Anthony Davis? How do you feel about him? Anthony Davis is an up-and-coming basketball player. He might be the best center in the league very, very soon. Okay, so you would argue he is one of, if not, well, arguably one of, what, top three, top five? I, I hope you're not trying to compare Anthony Davis to Kevin Love. Oh, that's exactly what I'm doing. No, there's, there's no way. And that's just because no what, what have not, his stats done for New Orleans? What have his stats done? You want to talk about impactful stats? He has nothing around him. I agree. He's, he's got a an, point. He's an incredible talent. And I love me some Anthony if Davis. If you put Anthony Thompson, Kevin Love if, had nothing in, in Minnesota either. He put up numbers with no support, just like Anthony Davis has. Now, look, you put Anthony Davis on the Cavaliers. I think oh, that's a much more impactful You addition. put Anthony Davis with LeBron James on that team, they win that series. Okay. I don't know about that because the I issue do, was perimeter they, they play have against the Warriors. Inside. But, but my point is you want to discredit what Kevin Love did in Minnesota when someone as extremely talented as Anthony Davis is doing the same thing. That's not his fault. He's okay, who's more talented? Who's more talented? Anthony Davis? That's not my or, point. You're discrediting well, I'm, I'm, all of his statistics just because he put them up in a situation where they weren't winning, where Anthony Davis isn't really winning either, but he's still heralded as one of the top five. And because agree, he is top five. I agree with no you. No one ever says that Kevin Love is a top five player. But you can't dismiss what he did in Minnesota just because it doesn't fit what you want the argument to be. I'm not dismissing what he's done. I'm saying that he's not more important to the Cavaliers as opposed to Draymond Green. You just called his stats in Minnesota non-impactful statistics. That is no, what I said, said. I did say that. I said it in Cleveland. His stats in Cleveland are not impactful. He didn't do anything to change the game. So he's having any plays. Being, he's having any plays. You're like, oh wow, he made this play. Draymond Green has plays where it's like, oh, this changes the whole course of the game. He's an impactful player. He is more important to that Warriors team than Kevin Love is. He's the centerpiece of that team. You're telling me that Kevin Love is the centerpiece of the Cleveland no Cavaliers. No one said that. 
But how is he? Draymond, how is he more Draymond impactful? is the third, fourth. He's the fourth option offensively. Scoring, offensively. Scoring. You look at his defense, his rebounding, his passing. All those elements make him the key cog in that um, Cavalier, not Cavalier, Warriors team. The, the, the best way to look at this is, what was the biggest game of the season for the Cleveland Cavaliers? It was game five, right? How many points did Kevin Love have in that game? 11, something He had like six that. points. He played 30 minutes. He had six points and 10 rebounds. What did Draymond do? Let's see what Draymond did. Draymond had 10 points, 12 rebounds, and 44 minutes. And let's not deny his impact on the game. Hit him big-time shots. Clutch three pointers in the corner when he's wide open. Unlike Kevin Love, continuing to miss wide open three. So, so he scored four more points. How many rebounds did Kevin Love have in that game? He had ten. Ten. Two less rebounds. Impactful. And I and, and I love Draymond Green, but don't take away the fact that Kevin Love without LeBron needed help. LeBron cried for help. I need help. I, I saw Kyrie doing this thing in Cleveland. Hmm, maybe I'll go back home. We got the number one pick. Maybe we'll trade that. And get Kevin Love here. And they won a championship. Without him, what happened year one when they played the Warriors and Kevin Love went down? What was everybody saying then? Oh, if we would have had Kevin Love and Kyrie, this would be yeah, a different story. Yeah, but it was story. Kevin Love and Kyrie. Right, but now. It wasn't just as Kevin Love. It was Love. both. It wasn't just Kyrie either. But now they've got him and, oh, he's trash. You won with him last year and he balled. This year, he didn't play as well. Tristan Thompson was absent. Okay, okay. You say he balled last year. Last year, the most impactful plays that I remember last year were made by LeBron James and Kyrie Irving. I don't remember, honestly, I don't remember any impactful plays that Kevin Love made last year in that finals. Kyrie Irving hit a huge shot over Curry, and of course LeBron James had to block. I mean, I don't remember anything that Kevin Love did. In you love that block, huh? That's, that's one of the greatest blocks ever, man. <laughs> it's one of the greatest block? defensive plays ever. The stage, the moment when he did it, I mean, it doesn't get any bigger than that. Last year in the NBA Finals. You're stuck on this stat thing, aren't you? I'm, I'm a big stats guy. I'm a big stats guy. Last Analytic. Year, this is an analytic guy right here. I am. I am. And last year in the NBA Finals, uh, the Cavs obviously won 4-3 in Game 7, and Kyrie Irving could have easily been the MVP in that series as well. Right. I mean, considering what he did, but his numbers didn't lie. I mean, weren't that great either. Love averaged 9 points and 7 rebounds. In the series? In the series. In the series. In the series. He averaged nine points and seven rebounds in the series. In the series last year. I feel like a pre. He, what did he do now? Nine points and seven rebounds nine in that whole series. In- I wouldn't even guess that. If you would have told me right now how many points rebounds did he get, I would have said maybe 14 points, 10 rebounds, Definitely maybe. Now, what did Draymond Green do in that series? He played 26 minutes a game uh, in, the, in, that, in that series. Draymond... Draymond had a really good series. Draymond, for the games that he was there, um, he had 16 and 10. And that's without a game and a half. And, well, yeah, so your stats going to be a little bit higher. Yeah. I'm not a yeah. stat guy, but. Yeah, I am. I so, am. So with you being a stat guy, oh, yeah. can, huh? we, can we move on to the, the actual topic that we're supposed to discuss? <laughs> Draymond Green is, is good, but his impact is not as good as you think. I, I, look, this is, I just think it's better than Kevin Love. That's, that's all I'm saying. If Kevin Love would have showed up last year in the, um, in the finals, maybe he doesn't even go to seven. Maybe. Uh, a question was brought up to us, right? Mm-hmm. When is it okay for you to, I guess, disown the team you had loyalty to and start having loyalty towards another team? 
When is that okay? So, you know, what I like about what I like about our show, no knock on other people's shows, that we try and get the people what they want, right? So we try to. My man Clem from Ten Arrows CrossFit is actually the one who decided to, you know, sent this as a show suggestion. Um, and I was like, you know, that's a really good, a really good topic. I I think that it's possible to become like a free agent as a fan. I think so. That's because you are a Laker and Cowboy no, fan. No, well, see, that's the deal. Y'all are notorious for that. That's the deal. If I was going to jump ship, I've been a, I've been a Cowboys fan my entire life. So I almost set myself on fire watching the Cowboys game. But if it I, Romo? <laughs> no, no, because of Dwight Clark and the catch. Oh, wow. Uh, that wow. long ago. But if players could do it, and we'll get to the players here in just a little bit. But if the players could do it and the owners could do it, right? They could pick up and move if they wanted to. <clears throat> I, I, either the Oilers, um, they could pick up and move if they want to. They could hire players, fire players, do whatever they want to. But as a fan, it's like you're drawn or you you have to root for a certain team because you live in that area. Or I don't think that's necessarily the case. But if players could decide during free agency that they want to go someplace else, and maybe I'm a fan of that player more than I am of that team, why do I have to stick with the team? Well, if, if you're a fan of a particular player more so than you are the team, then be a fan of that player. That's, that's fine. And you don't necessarily have to be a fan of a team just because you live in a particular city. But once you start rooting for a particular team and you start repping a particular team, you should keep it that way. Why? There is no jumping ship. The only way you jump ship, just like you mentioned, the Oilers left and went to Tennessee. I want nothing to do with the Tennessee Oilers or Tennessee Titans because they're not my team. But all their history, it was here. The the history I lived with, cried for when the Oilers were here. There was a lot of crying. I know. I know. (laughs) There were a lot of crying myself to sleep. Yes, it was. But I'm not going to throw that away. So once the Texans came... I rode ship with them. I was a Viking fan for maybe two or three years, and that's because Warren Moon left, and he went to Minnesota for a little while. That was the only reason, and we didn't have a team, and that's the only way you should jump ship. If you start off your loyalty with a particular team, you should not jump jump ship. You need to stay with that team until that ship sinks. Okay. That's how I feel. So what if said team doesn't improve what if they continuously tank they don't go after free agents they don't spend money to go and get players they just they're they're settling for mediocrity then this is what you do you buy a brown paper bag you put two holes in it you go to that game and you let the owners know how disgruntled you are about that team but you don't jump ship you 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 do no. not. Well, let me ship. tell you. Let me tell you what Trey did. I was so fed up with Tony Romo. I mean, like like beyond fed up with Tony Romo and Jerry Jones and his lack of I don't know oomph, if for lack of a better term. I wanted to see the Cowboys get better. And year after year after year, Romo kept rolling out there as a starting quarterback. They kept bringing in you know serviceable backups. They weren't. He wasn't pressured. He didn't have any. Like he, they were comfortable not going to the playoffs or losing in the first round of the playoffs. Whatever. So you know what I did? I actually emailed almost every NFL franchise there was and told them my story, even the Dallas Cowboys, and told them I was becoming a fan free agent. I was a free agent. 
Yes, yes. Yes, I did. You just call yourself a fan free agent. I was. I was a fan free agent. I made that term up, by the way. I'm going to trademark that. So how does that work exactly? So I told them, this is how long I've been with the Cowboys. This is how loyal I've been to them. So they knew I wasn't a bandwagon person, right? I've been through the good times and the terrible times. I said, I'm a free agent. Did they fly out to come see you? They did not. They did not. They did not. However, a few teams, shout out to the Buffalo Bills, Arizona Cardinals, um, even, even... A producer uh, from a big sports network called me, and they were going to do a little story on that because I felt like I had enough of the Cowboys. If you're not going to get better and you're not trying to prove anything to me as a fan, why should I spend my tears, my money, you know, all that hard-earned money to go watch you play for nothing? Why should I spend my money on my barbecues, on my gatherings, my direct TV? Because I was in Vegas. They don't show Cowboys games in Vegas, right? So why would I do that? So prove to me that I should be a fan of your team. And a couple of teams reached out. I was this close to jumping ship. You know what I hear right now? And then I went home. Do you, do you know what I hear right now? What? I hear a baby crying. Do you? Yeah, I hear when? whining. That's what I hear. Why? Because how many championships did the Dallas Cowboys have? That's not the point. No, I'm just saying they Five. are a successful franchise. Okay? You are married to that franchise no. for better or for worse. Well, well, that's what I think of as a well, fan. Well, see, that, that's marriage what is in the divorce too. Well, they, they do. But how, how do you become a free agent? Okay, let's just say, okay, I don't want to be a Texas fan anymore. I'm just going to pick a team. I'm going to be a Patriots fan now. No. I'm riding with Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. No. That's and so a, and when, they, when Tom Brady retires in 2029, Okay, or whenever he retires, <laughs> then like I'm going to jump ship. I'm going to jump ship and, and go to another team. But I didn't do that. I didn't do that. I reached out to each team individually and asked them for reasons. Give me reasons why I should root for your team. So basically, what you were going to do was sign a one year contract to be their maybe their fan. If the and players after could that do year it, was over with. If the players could do it, how come I can't do it? Because you were a fan. Exactly. So who cares? It's, it's, it doesn't work that way. Why not? <laughs> because it just doesn't. It well, if you want to do that, fine. I mean, I'm not going to tell fans what they need to do or what they need not to do. But for me personally, my loyalty is with the Houston Texans forever. My loyalty is with the Houston Rockets forever. My loyalty is with the Astros forever. There are some players that I am fans of as well. Aaron Rodgers. I'm a fan of Aaron Rodgers. I was a fan of Brett Favre. But if Aaron Rodgers is playing the Houston Texans, you better believe that I want J.J. Watt to sack Aaron Rodgers. If Do you want him to hurt him? I don't want him to. I don't want him to. Because he's your fantasy him. quarterback? No, no. Yeah, that, that too. <laughs> that too. I need to win my fantasy football team. The name of my fantasy football team is the Oilers. Okay? So I'm repping. Houston sports teams till I die. That's just the way that it is. I'm not jumping ship unless, like I said, if the Texans decide they want to leave and go to, you know, somewhere else in the United States, I have no choice but to rep on their so, team. So, so owners can get rid of the team. Owners could sell the team. Owners could bail on their team. Players could bail on their team. Owners can restructure those organizations however they want to. But fans, we just. We get the shaft. We just got to stick with it. Deal with it. Yeah. No. That's the way it is. No yes. way. It's, we need to a, do a poll. Like I said. We need to do a poll. We can do a poll. You know, I, I'm on Twitter now. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm finally, finally, you know, <laughs> I, I was reluctant that, to that do it. Twitter thing? Right, right. <laughs> so we can definitely do that. But this, see, this is exactly, you don't look at it as a marriage. I do. I look at it as for better or for worse. I'm riding with Houston Texans. 
no matter what. If there is a problem with the ownership or anything, that I will voice my disdain for what's happening. But until then, I have to be loyal to my team. That's it. That loyalty will only get you so far. It will only get you so far. Do you know? Do you understand, Oweni, that my kids hadn't seen a Cowboys victory in the playoffs? Like, I can't even blame my kids. My kids are like, why are you a Cowboys fan? Well, because they're good. Since when? Like, my, my son is 14 years old. He thinks... So, Cow- what, what, That's what embarrassing. makes you want to be a fan of a team, though? Like, what are you looking for? So, obviously, I'm... I'm I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. I'm a Lakers fan. I'm a Braves fan. None of them are have done well. Cowboys haven't done well in twenty plus years. Braves longer than that. So it's not like I'm just jumping ship. I like I'm stick. I've but been you're around thinking about it. <laughs> I was, <laughs> but I've been around for the long haul. I've seen it. And and when they don't do anything to get better as a fan, I mean, the truth is, wouldn't yeah, wouldn't I do anything to get better? Then that's when you voice. Your disdain. You I don't, do. You don't jump ship, and you jump ship, and then you go to another team, and then all of a sudden, when that team that you jump ship from starts doing good, you go back to that ship and say, "Oh, I was here the whole time." No, you weren't. Well, would that be a weak move? It would be a definitely a weak move. That would definitely, <laughs> definitely be a weak move. You cannot. I know people who do that. Okay. They just rep whatever's hot. Oh, I'm a Golden State Warrior fan. You know how many Golden State Warrior fans there are all of a sudden? Yeah. All of a sudden, you're a Golden State Warrior fan. <laughs> They've been one. Yeah. But that, I that, thought you were a Kings fan, fool. That, that, now, all of a sudden, you're a Golden State Warrior fan. All of a sudden. Yep. That, but that's that's one of the reasons I didn't grow up a Spurs fan. Because, and I mentioned earlier on the show, Spurs fans, they come out of the woodworks now that they're winning. And some of them, yeah, yeah, no, no, they were not Spurs fans. But when they're winning, but it's easy to become a fan when they're winning. I've been there when they were winning and losing for years. I mean, it's, it disappoints me. Musa. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> you can see the disdain. Of it. it disappoints me that my kids just think all my favorite teams are trash. Like that's embarrassing. I can't even say it you know. It is embarrassing. I can't I, even say you know what. You need to be a Cowboys fan. Like you know what. You're right, Jalen. You're right. I mean, look. I mean, look. I do not care what people think of me because I'm a Texans fan. I see the looks. When I tell people, they're like, who's who's your, your favorite football team right now? I'm a Texans fan. They give me a look like, really? You're a Texans fan? Especially if they're not from Houston. But I'm going to rep tech the Texans forever. I don't give a damn. Okay? I am proud of my Texans. I will continue to be proud of them until the day that I die. I'm not going to jump ship. It's not going to happen. Texans are like my side piece. You've said this before. They're my side piece. They're my. They're my. Yeah. Okay. If the if the Cowboys if the Cowboys <laughs> are playing, if the Cowboys are playing, then I'll root for the Texans. I live here, so I mean the aura living in the NFL town is amazing. So I'm not. I had the luxury of doing that. Uh, San Antonio didn't have one. I left Vegas a little too soon, and living here in the NFL town, it's it's contagious. But they will always be the side piece. Like I'm a cowboy, I'm cowboys for life. Now I'm just telling you that I did experience free agency as a fan, and it was amazing. And I encourage those other fans of the Cleveland Browns and the Jacksonville Jaguars, and let's say even the Chicago Bears nowadays. But uh, this is the thing, though. What happens? Do you know how Cleveland Cavalier fans felt when they finally? Won a championship. I would, the true Cleveland Cavalier fans, the I, ones I that imagine. were there through the low times. Do you, can you imagine how Chicago 
Cub fans felt I would, when, when I, they finally won. I would not change that elation that the Cleveland Cavaliers felt for the five times I felt that. I wouldn't change it. I would not trade 57 years of misery because I've experienced that five times this, this century. So I'm not. That doesn't – no. I can tell you those five times I felt it felt just as good, if not better, every time Kobe Bryant, Shaquille But you felt it five times. Exactly. They only felt it once. And I wouldn't change that. I don't want to know what it felt like to go 57 years at our championship. I would, ooh, mm -mm, mm -mm, (laughs) mm-mm, mm-mm. No, sir. I don't want to feel that. I don't. Cowboys are halfway there <laughs> with uh, what they're making me go through right now. But oh, you're you're good making you go through what? As a what fan, is you talking about? Do you know how much money I feel like I've wasted on tickets and barbecues oh, and you're crazy. queso for you're my crazy, kids. Man. You should direct not, TV. You should be not be complaining at all about anything. If you're a cowboy, if you are a Dallas Cowboy fan, you have it way better. Than what the Texans have been of throwing course. out there. Okay, so, of course. Okay. So, so we're, ca- you we're cowboy not, nation. You should not be complaining. Who's America's team? The Cowboys. That's. I mean, of course. That's why I decided to stay home. So I tested free agency, like some stuff. Not like the NBA players are doing today, where they leave. I tested free agency, and then I decided, you know what? I'm going to come back. Aren't home. the Cowboys on like a Forbes list right now for something? What the most? What? What are you trying? You trying to set me up? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the most profitable franchise. Yeah, I think they're the most profitable franchise the, right the, now. We are the best franchise in all of professional sports. So why would you want to jump ship? Because like we weren't fan. winning, man. La- Laker fans and Cowboy fans, you guys We're spoiled. make me sick. We're spoiled. I mean, gosh. How can you jump ship from an organization like I that? I didn't jump ship. I how considered could you it. Think, how could you consider it? Like, what, what has happened that was so bad in the last... 1050 besides Romo. One playoff win? I mean, what? At least you go to the playoffs. You know? <laughs> no. At least you go to the playoffs and no one says, no. well, their, their starting quarterback was hurt and much, all this other crap. Much like the Los Angeles Lakers, we don't hang our hats on NFC East division championships. Well, right? that's all that you have. We don't want that. Then that's what you we don't have want to that. do. We don't want that. Okay? I, mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's all that we have. No. We need one for this finger. We need to catch the Steelers. Anyway. You know how happy I was Jacoby Jones returned that kickoff against the 49ers? I was so happy. I didn't want to see them get six. No, sir. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> Mm-mm. You know, Serena is probably the the most well-known tennis player in the world right now. Right? Probably. Over Federer and over Nadal. Probably. And she's a female. Nothing against right. her, but I'm just saying she's a female. Right. And she's the most well-known. And she's got this thing going on with McEnroe right now, which is hilarious. But she's the, she's the, he's wrong, by the way. John, you're wrong. Mm. He's wrong. <laughs> John is wrong. There's no way she'd be number seven hundred. There's it's, no way. See, this is the thing. This is the thing with that. This is the thing with that. It, it's a kind of annoying. Is there any other sport where we have this conversation? Like, are we really going to talk about Maya Moore challenging any player in the NBA? No. We're not going to have that conversation. So why have it in tennis in the sport? Because it's an individual sport. That's, that's it's, part of the reason yeah, why. And because okay. Serena Williams is the most well-known tennis player in the world. Okay, take an Annika Sorenstam. Y'all know who that is. Mm-hmm. The popular uh, golfer. And even Michelle Wee, when she was coming up, people were like, oh, I bet she can challenge the men. No, we don't do that. No. Because, I mean. So this, this is my thing, though, Trey. So, if, you, if you think that Serena Williams will not be similar in the world, that means you think that other female tennis players would be high as well. Because Serena has been beat by other female tennis players, right? Right. Or is it just Serena Williams that you think would be higher? 
Uh, well, obviously, some of the female females would be higher too. I don't think that every man would beat a woman just because she's a woman. No, no, it's about professional, professional tennis players. Professional ten- there's some professional tennis players on there that are trash. There's some professional golfers that are out there that are trash. And on any given day, any if he would have said 400, 500, I think that there you can't tell me right now that there's 700 professional tennis players out there, there that are going to beat this lady. There, there but I, I, think, I think you're missing the point. I think when people hear that comment, they're thinking... She's going to play each one of the 700 one-on-one. Yeah, she might beat the 700th player in the world. Maybe. She might beat the dude. But she's going to be ranked 700th That's in the point. world. She has to be ranked there. That means she no. has to win more games than just that. Can she beat the number 700, 701, 702 in one tournament? I don't think so. I don't think she would dominate this sport the way that she does if she was that bad. No, she's not bad. Okay, you're kind of missing. No, I'm saying if you're comparing her to other men that play right now, I think it was very misogynistic of him to say that seven. I mean, so don't even throw a number out there. But I think 700, I think that's ludicrous. There's Have no way. Have you played tennis before in yeah. your life? Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's hard. So I, I don't want to say it's another thing, but I, my ex, sorry, sorry, honey. My ex, <laughs> <laughs> my ex played tennis, okay? And she went to Texas Southern, which is where I went. And she got a scholarship there. And I was like, I can, I can beat you at tennis. She murdered me, okay? <laughs> and I'm talking about day after day after day. She murdered me, okay? So it's not as easy as you think. I know. Watch them out there doing that. So would you say that about any other sport, like Chris said, do you think there's a female boxer that can beat a professional male boxer? I think that's different. Okay, but it's really not. And there might be, to be a professional boxer that's well, out that's there, different maybe. That's, 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 that's different the point, too. Though. That's, that's not the, not the point, point too. Do you think that, that if they beat that one person, okay, does that make them rank number one in that um, sport? If no. you beat number one. See, Serena might beat somebody one time, but can she consistently beat someone at an event to be ranked higher than 700? So, no. So, so how, much faster, how much faster are men serving than her? It's a lot faster. A lot faster. How, much, how much faster is it? Does it, it, it I, I think it's close to 20 miles an hour on average. On average, yes. But that's not even the point. I think the point that people miss with this whole Serena McEnroe, women's tennis and men's tennis are two different sports. They're not even the same sport. They're literally two different sports. It looks the same, but when you recognize the speed, the power, the pace of play, and even the amount of sets that goes into it, they're literally two different sports that are being played. Yeah, I agree. It is two different sports. It's a different – you know, you talk about college – going into the pros. That's what it is. They're playing at a different speed than yeah. the men are playing. If Serena were to get herself in there with a Federer or a Nadal, like if you want to say that she would be ranked higher than 700, then she would obviously have to be able to hang in some form or fashion with Federer on the doll, and she just can't do it. Right, but but you're, but we're not saying she's going to be the best in the world. We understand. No, I understand it, but the 700 tennis player in the world has a better shot at being the doll or Federer than Serena Williams does. I agree with that. But it's not even a question, though, right? I think the, the, the point that people miss with the whole, specifically with Serena herself, is Serena is a great player in her sport. Right. And that's just what it is. I think you do a disservice to Serena when you talk about Serena Williams herself went on, I think it was Letterman, and she was saying, if I played 
Andy Murray, I'd get six love, six love, six love. It'll be in 15 minutes. I can't hang with them. She recognizes that. But she's I, talking about the best in the world. No, not no, but she wasn't 700. just talking about the best player in the world. She's talking about the sport in and of itself. She says men and women are, she said herself, men and women are different. It's a different sport. I think what people got upset about when he quantified it and he said 700 in the world, but he was just being honest. And it's not like this is coming from yeah. a, a slouch like me. This is John McEnroe. People forget about that. This and dude he didn't is a just legend. mention it. It's a mention it. Someone asked him a question. So and that's where it came up. So in the in the the closest ones I could find in the 2015 U.S. Open, Djokovic average serve on his first serve was 117 miles per hour. Serena's was one nine one oh nine. Andy Murray, who was ranked very high in the world at that time, 114 miles an hour. And Serena's was 109. Her average second serve was five miles faster than Andy Murray's. So she didn't double fall. Uh, Maria Sharapova's was seven miles faster than Ari, um, Andy Murray's, their second serve. And, and Djokovic's second serve was 96 miles an hour, which was only five miles faster than Serena and three miles faster than Sharapova. So when you think about that, those men that they're playing and they're smoking have to return serves that are coming just as fast as those, these ladies. So those 700 players in the world that are getting ace after ace after ace after ace, I don't think there's going to be that big of a difference, man. I really don't think that big. So you think, you think instead of her being 700, she'll be 500? I don't know. I don't know what the number is, but I think it's disrespectful to tell somebody who's probably... But not, I, don't, not, not I, probably. I didn't see it as being disrespectful. I, it I think that Macaro was actually giving his honest opinion she on is, where she thought she would be right. She ranked. is the most decorated tennis player ever. Ever. And I think it's disrespectful to say that about somebody like that. You see, I see it the opposite way. I think it's disrespectful to the 700 player, male player in the world to even mention her. Because like I said earlier, we're not going to – I think most people would agree Maya Moore is the best WNBA player we have right now. Nobody's going to debate that. You can probably throw a couple other players in there. But she's not going to make an NBA roster. You can do the same thing with every other but sport. You're talking, but you're, even, talking about when, you're talking about a totally – that's a totally different game. That's a totally, totally different game. And and what people don't recognize is men's tennis and women's tennis is a totally different game. It is not the same game at all. I I understand that. But Serena Williams obviously isn't the – she's not the normal or average woman player or else she wouldn't be – she wouldn't have had the success that she's had right now. So you're not talking about just a regular woman playing tennis. You're talking about Serena Williams, the best women's women's tennis player to ever play. I agree with you. That's so why I'm not giving so you a slouch. Right. So WNBA I don't think we can, So I don't think that we can say that. And Maya Moore, she might be the best WNBA player right now, but she's she's, she's arguably you can't say that she's the best WNBA player ever. She's one of them. One of them. But Serena is in an individual sport. Okay, she that's is. To me, that's there's fine. no doubt. Then name your best WNBA player. I mean, she's not going to make an NBA roster. I she's agree. not going to make but a D League roster. That's she's not going to make a Division One roster. That's so she might not even make a high school roster. That's what different. Makes, what makes no, tennis make so so much roster. different than any other sport? Then, first of all, it's an individual sport. Well, so you think that a number one golfer, female golfer, can hang in a men's league? In a men's tournament? Yeah. I mean, they don't have seven hundred golfers in a tournament. You've only got. You've but got do, you the best can, do you think they can hang? Not not on the PGA tour. Why? So why is that so different? You just hit, individual. Well, in a in a in a one, the women hit from a different tee. First of all, so they hit closer. They don't normally hit from the tips. And what like you what you what you're missing is is that in women's um, tennis there are certain things like that that are different than men's tennis as well. Like what? Like this is the way that they they serve. What? You know, they don't really serve the same either. What do they? How do they serve different? I mean, the the form is a little bit differently. But okay, so. 
do you think you would t- do? Could you see a Serena Williams serve? Could you get your racket on it? No, no, could, I, I don't play I, tennis at all. Me, I can't. I don't play. Like I told you, I lost to someone that wasn't even nowhere as good as her. So I'm, I'm just telling you, it, it is. Different. I agree. I agree. It is, different, but it's not. The the baseline is the same. They use the same court. It's the same width, right? They use the same types of rackets, same balls. I think Serena Williams would agree, would agree it's a different sport. I think it's I'm not doubting get, that. I think that's where people get caught up with with tennis specifically. They think, oh, men's women's men's tennis, women's tennis is the same. Is it? No, sport. I, I no, I agree with you. I totally understand that. I just think that I, I to, just, to be disrespectful and say she'd be 700, I think is wrong. To I, say that Maya Moore wouldn't make a high school team. That's okay. I mean, I mean, when I say high school team, let me let me back up. I don't mean any high school team. I'm talking about the elite teams. You know, those teams that get together and go to those academies. I don't think she makes one of those teams. Not one of the academies. Now, is she making my high school team and you know some district? Oh yeah, she'll make the team. But I'm talking about these academies where the LeBrons, the Carmelos go. To but get then, good. but then again, you're talking about the elite. Elite. We're not saying she would be the top ten in the world, top hundred in the world in men's. I'm not saying that. But to say she'd be seven, don't so put a number other, on it. What other tennis player then, women's tennis player, do you think would be able to be ranked number seven hundred in the world in a men's league? I mean, don't, don't, don't. I'm just saying, don't put a number on it. I mean, if we don't know, didn't we have this conversation with Billie Jean King a long? I mean, didn't they, didn't they go through this with her a long time ago, saying that she wasn't going to be able to beat, you know, a man um, when. And they wound up playing. It was the battle of sexes. Yeah, and that, that dude was old. That, well, I, I mean, still, everybody knows that. Right, but Come still, on. but still, I mean, but I, I, no, I, I I'm just not don't saying think that she fair. might be able to beat someone. We, I, I think she might be able to beat well, a men's tennis player, but on a consistent basis, playing on a tour. So how she's how not going to be consistent is number seven hundred. How consistent is he? He's consistently terrible. He's terrible. That's how consistent and he is. And he's probably never how, played number 100. Her, that's how it will make her look I if she it. could play there consistently. I doubt it. So I hope I, – I And hope. then you also have to remember she's playing their sets. Oh, so that's that's a that, difference right there. That's, that's a Three out of five? That's a huge difference. That's a huge what, difference. What's a huge difference? This, the amount of the sets that he played. Right. Well, I mean, and, and depending on what tournament they're in. That's true. That's but true. Depending most, on what most, most of the smaller tournaments do or, go. Or two out of three. Yeah, yeah most of them are two out of three. That but the longer ones, yeah. But that's that's totally different. But she's she's not your average person. She's not. I don't think I don't think her sister would have been seven hundred in the world when she was good. I think she would have been better than that too. I just don't think it's fair. And so I don't again, call it what you want, but don't put a number on it. Don't be disrespectful. That's like us, you know, downplaying what so let, let, let's just let's just replay this a little bit. Let's say Macaron was asked a question: Where, how good is Serena Williams as far as the men's league? Let's say let's say he said, "Oh, she'll be number fifty in the world." No, now, let's, no, no. Let, let's just say he said that. Mm. What will people say? She's not going to be that high. That's what people will say. Okay, then he'll say, "Okay, no, I'm sorry, four hundred. Then there'll still be people just like you saying that's 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 disrespectful. So he gave his honest opinion in saying seven hundred. I I don't see where it's disrespectful. I really don't. I, I can't see what he would say then. We, what would we say? Um, that she can hang with the men? I think, correct me if I'm wrong, what you're saying is he should just not quantify. Just don't quantify. Yeah. You know, I don't know where she would rank. You know, it's hard to rank. Just like just like right now, when we try and compare Bill Russell's Celtics to Shaq and Kobe's Lakers, it's different eras. Like, you, that's a different basketball game. That's a totally different basketball but game. That's what makes Sports Talk Radio, though, right? That's right. what makes our podcast. Right. Doing yeah. that. Right. So, I mean, right. that's right. what we do. Right. So, but, but we have to refrain from even doing that. And we don't even really find that because you never know. And so, him saying that about, about Serena, maybe once she has the baby, starts her own family, she says, you know what? Give me number 700 in the world and watch me smoke him. 
six one six two. She might smoke him, and but then, can she smoke the okay, next guy? Seven oh one. Can so, she so, smoke seven oh two? So in two thousand seventeen, why do women have to continue to prove that? If she's not, a, if, she, if she's not a woman, no, she she doesn't have to prove anything else at so, all. So to then, me. why say that? Because he's John McEnroe. But he's also John McEnroe. So he also was asked the same qu- a question a little bit later and asked to rank his top tennis players of all time. And then he throws right in as number five. So your number five tennis player of all time is number 700 ever in the world? Because Get out of here with because, that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> okay, okay. Thanks for listening to the new Channel Sports Podcast. Leave comments. Please rate the podcast with five stars. And don't forget to subscribe.